From Laconia to Boston, the seacoast to Fitchburg, this is 1215 Manchester, ESPN, New Hampshire. I like this one. It's relaxing. Relax. <laughs> that was that was the theme of this one. It's relaxing. It's gonna be okay. It's going to be okay. This is much better than your Miley Cyrus choice. Hey, I had I had to. No, had you to didn't do, have to do. Anything. I had to do my USA to start. You did not have to do anything with I Miley told you, Cyrus. I told you that Miley Cyrus choice. I was debating that in my head. I was like, mm, this is no, I don't like it. I don't like it, but I'm gonna do it, and I did it. <laughs> And I stuck with it, and it's it is what it you, is. You you stick it's with out it. there. You be proud. You were just wrong. <laughs> Six <laughs> Pro- probably eight eight three ninety nine hundred. The stretch run with Sean Sendall filling in for Jimmy Murphy here, bringing you until six o'clock, taking you from work all the way home, getting your mind off of work and politics and everything yes else that may be stressing you out. We take you home. And this is my last day. My last yeah. day to do it. Murphy's back tomorrow. Yeah. Murph and Sully will be here again. Sully doesn't go anywhere. I, don't, I, don't I, I, I tell him not to. <laughs> I advise you not to. You stay. You do everything. My chair, my computer, my board. It's all I need. Just switch chairs for me. <laughs> <laughs> now I know who switched my chair when I come in on Monday. Every I can time. thank you and, for that. And you know what? I've been here much longer than you, so I can switch the damn chairs. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I'm fine with switching it back. I just know, just know that when you come in, it's going to be switched again, and you're just going to have to move it. And Every fine. Saturday morning, I'm like, come on! It's 6 a.m. on a Saturday. <laughs> i got to switch chairs before I start doing my, my show prep. Come on! Over, I don't want to say even say the weekend. It was really just the other day, really. Um, the Seattle Seahawks footballs were pictured. Yeah. And sent out and looked, uh, you know, a little, little off, a little it squishy. Looked a little squishy. I think that's a, that's a good way of putting <laughs> it. It didn't look right. And when you look at the pictures, there's one in particular. I mean, holding the football—that's really hard to see. Yeah, does it look like I, a, the punter can really get in there and dig his fingertips in? Yes, but that one's harder to see. The one where he's Kicking the ball, the kicker is kicking the ball. It looks like he's, you know, kicking the ball into the ground, not going deep there. It's so there's such an impression on the football. And now I've never looked at a a kicker kicking a ball to see how much the ball gets compressed before. This seems like it's a little bit more than usual. So I ask you, Sully. I don't care if you're a fan of conspiracy theories or not. Yeah. I don't care if you're a, you're you're the crazy. Oh, this is a witch hunt crap. I, I don't care. <laughs> Do you think if this is really happening, if Seattle really has the chutzpah to pull us <laughs> off in New England, <laughs> really, really, I want to know if they if if you really think this could actually happen in New England. Uh, I would like to think that. Uh, Pete Carroll and Seattle are not stupid enough to uh, do that. 
after what they saw the league do to this organization over footballs that were deflated, not deflated, whatever. Well, fortunately you, for them, whatever you want to, they're call not it. the Patriots, nor are they Bill Belichick yeah. or Tom Brady, so the league doesn't care. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I, I would like to think they're smart enough not to, but. Hey, I just find it. I think it's comical. I think it's hilarious that this, if they are doing this, and this is and this is a legit thing, and the the balls are deflated, and like, why would you do that after so ev- after everything you saw? Have you are you leading up? The I, I'm looking for him right now. After, after leading up to the Super Bowl, unless you played him and, and you lost, and you watched everything that happened after the fact, and you followed it, and now you're going to come into New England. And do that when this this town, this city, this area knows all too well what deflated footballs look like and what they sound like and everything that comes with it. So you're going to do this now? I don't. I don't buy it. this one where the one where the the foot is is in contact with the ball. It's really damning looking. It really hell i mean i'll put it bluntly it does it looks it looks deflated now normally i could not care less if this were 2 years ago i would have said who cares it's just interesting after everything that has happened and they will be so this was not the game against the bills it was the prior game by the way against the panthers yeah this is this <laughs> again. I wouldn't have cared. I and I don't. I deflated footballs. I don't care. What I do care about is when your star gets suspended for four weeks. Yeah. Does this mean someone's going to be? I like. I, I don't know. I would. I would hope that it wasn't a witch hunt for Tom Brady, as many people believe it was. Even people outside of New England. Aside from the crazy New Yorkers who hate everything Tom Brady in New England, yeah. if you speak to someone, and even uh, people across the country, you speak to someone who's thinking rationally, they they will look at you and kind of say, "This it's really that whole thing is really weird." Yeah. Yet no one I, except New Englanders are making a big deal out of out of these pictures. It's of course they're they're gonna blast it everywhere. We're gonna blast it everywhere. Look what you did to us. It, look at this. Well, that's a, that's the know? problem. It was it's I don't and I'm God. I am not rehashing all of that. Yeah, but. <laughs> It you you look at the pictures and they're pretty damning. So just Google it. Yeah. I would if you haven't seen it, if it hasn't been brought to your attention, just Google it. It is kind of funny and it's germane to the conversation simply because the Seahawks will be in town on Sunday yeah. night. So if they if they are stupid enough to uh, continue that, how funny would that be though? Cool. That, like that? No, it would be great. Honestly, honestly, it would give me something to laugh about, and I could laugh about deflated footballs instead of yell about deflated footballs for once. <laughs> it would be fantastic. I can laugh about it. Can sit back, relax, watch my football, and laugh at the stupid Seattle Seahawks. If you're going to be stupid enough to come into this area and do that, be my guest, please. Hosting Seattle means that you're hosting a team that is supposed to be a contender for a Super Bowl run. Is that fair yeah, to say? Fair. Fair to say is that kind of in you know regularly that's that's yeah. just okay. Seattle's a good team. Seattle's a talented team and they continue as. to be talented year in year out and a statistics I, a, a statistic I found recently was that the Seahawks have won 11 straight versus AFC teams. Hmm, that's not a good sign. <laughs> and which I found interesting because I well, I didn't expect to see that or hear that. Yeah. I I'm a little surprised by that. They're sitting at five, two, and one. 
course, that tie. That blessed tie with field how, how do those deflated footballs work with that field goal kicker then, too? Just saying. Just throwing <laughs> that out there. If, that, if that's the case, I don't know. Uh, you know, to have ties, multiple, I mean, to have two ties in the season. Yeah. And they were back-to-back weeks or were they the same week? They are back-to-back weeks. It was back-to-back weeks. Two ties in a back-to-back week. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> Seattle Seahawks coming out of the AFC, NFC West, excuse me, and... You know, you thought it would probably be the Cardinals atop of their standings. Yeah. Not the case. Seahawks five two and one. So they're they're talented. You know, we were talking about Seahawks maybe not being as good as they were when the Patriots played them in the Super Bowl. Yeah. And they're they may not be. But there's still a team that's sitting atop the NFC West. Yeah. They're still a good team. They only have two losses. I know they have the tie, but let's face it, they only have one more loss than your New England Patriots. Yes. So anyone who's looking past this game and past this team, let's let's stop and think about Pump this for the a breaks. moment. Yeah, you have a team. Yes, they they will probably be without Michael Bennett, and that is a hit for them. But they've been playing without him for the past few weeks. Yeah, and they may have fine. Cam Chancellor back, who is their lifeblood in their <laughs> backfield. He he is you know he's their Rodney Harrison. Yeah, you know he gets a big hit. Energy, everyone gets excited. Guy, he's their yeah. energy guy. So you can't look past this team. Now, it is still Wednesday. There's still everything to come out moving forward, and it is the Sunday night game. Yeah. Plenty of time to think and overthink. Which will be done, which, especially which since do. yes. <laughs> the Patriots didn't play this past yeah. week, so you yeah. can't even analyze we what happened. Two, we have two weeks <laughs> plus a, a Sunday night game to sit here and think about this matchup. And I'm not surprised at all that this is what's happening, this this for the New England Patriots sitting at 7-1, and one. and I think people are looking past. Yeah. Seattle, I think they're looking past them and saying, you know what, I'm not quite sure. Yeah. So your New England Patriots, they're playing host to the Seattle Seahawks Sunday night. Do you like the Sunday night games when it's your team? When it's my team, yes. I can deal with it when it's my team. I'll stay up for that. Uh, I don't want, really, I don't get, and I, I, I'm tired. What time do you have to come into work in and the morning? I'm, I'm here at 10, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, so it doesn't matter. It doesn't You're, bother me. Different but job. I, but I still, I still would like to you know, go to bed before you know, 12 o'clock if, it, if we get one of these overtime games or whatnot. I compare it to the MLB, too. If the MLB can move up a World Series game to 7 o'clock, why do we have to do 8.30 games? I just don't. Oh, no, 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 no. You know what the problem. I just, you, you want to know the real league with just, the real problem? I just don't like the 8.30 start. 8 o'clock. Fine. NBA finals begin at nine like, p.m. I hate, like I hate that. I can't stand that. Like, what's the point? Are you trying to get ratings? You're trying to get people to watch. I got to go to bed eventually. Tom Tom King has a bedtime. Does Tom? Do you think Tom King watches the NBA finals game? He's in bed before the NBA finals game starts. Tom King's bedtime <laughs> Tom, is when the, the sun goes down. <laughs> like, That's why no he shot. is only here. From noon till three. <laughs> there, there's no chance that Tom King stays up for the NBA Finals games. And the late night games just I, I don't get it. I don't get the point. I understand it's a it's a primetime game that's cool. Eight thirty, can you do eight o'clock? Seven like do we really need to do eight thirty? And it's all the pregame and all the hullabaloo beforehand. But when it's my team, absolutely. When it's my team, I will I'll stay up and I'll I'll take a nap if I have to. I'll watch the game. <laughs> absolutely. It doesn't I'll do mean it. I did it's not what I asked though. I didn't ask <laughs> if, if you would watch it. I asked if you liked it. Yeah. Those are two different things. Yeah. When it's my team, I guess I like it. Yeah. When it's my team, I like it. So you're that much of a fan where you can't even ignore the fact that th- that timing of yeah. the game sucks. Like, like if, it, like if it's anything, if it's an outside of the market, if it's an out of market game, if it's, you know, last week's Sunday night game, yeah, I'll put it on for half. 
But I'm going to bed. I'm not staying up and watching the whole thing. I'm not paying attention to that. When it's on at 1 o'clock, yeah, I'll watch an entire football game. I watched all the 1 o'clock games this week, even when the Patriots were playing. Not staying up past 9.30, 10.30, whatever the case may be, to watch a, a Sunday night game that doesn't involve my team. I just don't care that much. Dude, I don't care that much. Dude, I'll, you are 22 years old. You can't will, stay, stay up past 9.30. <laughs> there is a problem. No, I can't, but I will, but I will, I, or I'll go to something else, too. Like, if, like, Sunday night games, too, if it's a game that I really don't care about, I'll flip back and forth, and I'll watch the rest of it in the morning. I'll see the highlights. I'll see what happened afterwards. But if it's my team, yes, I do like it. It's, it's a nice little switch from the 1 o'clock, especially because the NFL, it's like, I have against one o'clock, and it's one o'clock. It's one o'clock. You get used to it. All right, well, switch. What do you? Let me ask you this then. What do you prefer? Thursday night, which if you say Thursday night, I slap you. Yeah, no. Thursday night. (laughs) I want nothing to do with Thursday night. I'll even I'll even throw this one in. Nine thirty in the morning Sunday. No. One o'clock. Four o'clock. Eight thirty Sunday or eight thirty Monday. Which one? If you had to choose the the optimal time to watch your team, which one would it be? The four twenty five. I think the four o'clock to four twenty five range. I think that's cool. I think it's because it, it extends into the night. It's a, it ends up being a night game. It's like a 7 o'clock finish usually, and it's usually a good game, especially now with the sun being down. It is 4.50 now. The sun's down. So it ends up being a night game. So it gives you that feel of it, and it gives you that little bit of intensity, and I don't have to be up all night watching a game that I don't care what about. What about is it different if I asked you that for attending a game, not just watching it at home? Attending a game? Mm. If I if I'm attending a, a Sunday night and I have I've, I've attended one of the Sunday night games one of the few As games I've, one of the few games I've been to Gillette for uh, it was a 49ers game back when Coppernick was good and like they were a good team you know <laughs> I was there for the Patriots Eagles game during the undefeated season yeah, yeah. where the Eagles game was far too close yeah. to liking <laughs> yeah so I mean I've been there but if I'm going and it's like an event yeah sure fine I'll I'll stay up for that because I know I'm doing it but if I'm just casually watching at home. I'd rather not. I'd rather watch it at 4.30, go about the rest of my day, or 1 o'clock and go about the rest of my day. I don't need the night game. You know what's interesting is going to a 1 o'clock game and tailgating, and you're (laughs) sitting there, you're doing whatever you do at tailgating, which everyone knows. And it's – I'm sorry, I'm used to being on in the morning or talking about high school (laughs) sports, so you're not supposed to talk about those things. Yeah, right. So my – alluding to it is the best I can get (laughs) out of of habit (laughs) – and it's 9.30 in the morning. I, I was picked up for a Patriots 1 o'clock game at 7.30 in the morning one yes. time. Recently. Actually, that was last year. Yeah. That was last year, and I was thinking about it. We got there, and I was like, dude, we're going to be there at 8, 8.30? He's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> like, That's when they open. <laughs> okay. Long day. <laughs> All right. He's like, they open four hours ahead of time. The, the parking lot's open four to five hours, something like that. I don't remember. We're going to be there when they open. We've got a good spot, and we'll yeah. be there all day. I'm like, great. <laughs> all right. <laughs> if that's if that's what you want to do. Long day. It was a long day, <laughs> and it could lead to some people, from what I saw there, not remembering much of the football yeah, game. No. Nope. <laughs> I would agree. Yeah. <laughs> not, look, not exactly a remembering time there. We have a single hour remaining. Actually, yes. a single hour remaining together, Sully. Yeah. And it's a sad moment. It is. It really is. What I am going to do, since it's important to me, yeah. and I don't get the drive time forum frequently, opportunity. There is a college basketball preview that is about to happen here in the third and final hour of the stretch run with Sean Sendall filling in for Jimmy Murphy and Sully alongside.
Come experience all the joys of living at Bedford Green. Only steps from the Merrimack River and Heritage Walking Trails, the Bedford Green offers some of the largest floor plans in the area with a convenient location only minutes from Manchester. Bedford Green is the town's newest luxury living address, featuring granite counters, stainless steel appliances, natural light and spacious layouts, and offers easy accessibility to restaurants, shopping, and all the major highways. Visit BedfordGreenNH.com. The bye week is over, and now the Patriots open the second half of the season with a big game against Seattle in Foxborough Sunday night. This is ESPN New Hampshire's Pete Terrier, inviting you to join me for a Bud Light Patriots viewing party at the brand new Buffalo Wild Wings inside the Pheasant Lane Mall in Nashua. We'll have lots of prizes and giveaways, and someone watching the Pats at B-Dubs in Nashua is going home with an awesome Bud Light Patriots cooler. Buffalo Wild Wings, now serving you game day greatness inside the Pheasant Lane Mall in Nashua. At Michelob Ultra, we know it's not just about how much you work out every day. It's about how much you work into every day, too. That's why we brew a beer for those who realize that expending calories should never come at the expense of spending time with friends. And for those who understand that just because you work out doesn't mean you can't go out. Hey, that's why we brew Michelob Ultra to have 95 calories, 2.6 carbs, and an exceptional taste. Michelob Ultra, brewed for those who go the extra mile. Enjoy responsibly. 2016 Michelob Ultra Light Beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. 95 calories, 2.6 carbs, 0.6 grams, protein, 0 grams, fat for 12 ounces. Your business in search of commercial property. Garrison Glen Corporate Park, located in Exeter, New Hampshire, is a highly desirable suburban business park located just 10 minutes from Portsmouth. There are four lots remaining, ranging in size from approximately 10 to 20 acres. That's Garrison Glen Corporate Park in Exeter. Don't let this opportunity slip away. For more information and other property listings, visit CushmanandWakefield.com. CushmanandWakefield.com. The money-saving tip. Coming at you with another money-making tip. How to save money effectively. Tired of overpaying for stuff? Then head to ESPNNHradio.com and check out the ESPN New Hampshire Deals page. You can save up to 50% on deals from all your favorite local businesses and restaurants. Why pay full price when gift cards and gift certificates are only a few clicks away? So start saving now by going to ESPNNHradio.com and checking out the new ESPN New Hampshire Deals page. You're welcome. ADT presents what to consider when considering home security. An ADT sign is more than a sign. It's a line in the sand. On one side, your family. On the other, an uncertain world. For over 140 years, more people have chosen ADT to help prevent crime than anyone else. Get ADT starting at just $28.99 a month. Tested, trusted, proven ADT. With 36-month contract for licensing and terms and conditions, visit ADT.com. This is Southern New Hampshire's home for the Boston Red Sox. Radio, It's only half past twelve, but I don't 
It's five o'clock somewhere Lunch break is gonna take all afternoon and half the night. Tomorrow morning, I know they'll be held to pay. Hey, but that's all right. I ain't had a day off now in over a year. Who? <laughs> In God's green earth. Who is this singing? Is this singing? Is this what this is called singing? Yeah, this is saying. This is not singing. This would be uh, this would be five o'clock uh, five o'clock song. Something about five o'clock. And I figured today would be the day that people would need something at five o'clock to keep them going after the election and everything that's going on. Let this just just relax. Take you away. Who, seriously, who is this? This is uh, Alan Jackson and Jimmy Buffett. It's five o'clock somewhere. Can I ask you something? Yeah. As a twenty-two-year-old guy. How the hell do you know this song? I, good question. <laughs> well, this is uh, an my, honest, honest question. My parents are my parents are old, so my parents are old. Really? God, no. I hope they're listening. No, I, I hope they're they are. Listening they, right I now. bet they are, and I bet they agree. No, <laughs> I, I am, I am one, dude. You still, you still see them frequently. Uh, yeah, I live at home. Yes, I see them all the time. <laughs> That's my point. I will see them in about uh, an hour and fifteen minutes. No, uh, I, there's a quote from some parents <laughs> out there. Um, usually, it's mothers that says, "I brought you into this world. Yeah, I can take, take you out, out of, of it. it." Yes. So be careful. Yes. No. It's it's one of those. I was I was actually just small little quick story. I I'm adopted. And my parents are much older, so they're 65. And when I was younger, growing up in the car, it was 1033, and it was the oldies, and that's what I listened to when I was growing up. So I didn't know any better at five or six. It's just what we listened to. Yeah, that's so, fair. so I heard this plenty of times. And today I was like, you know what? We need something at five o'clock that will give people a sense of, all right, it's going to be okay. And uh, five o'clock somewhere was what I, what I came up with. I was like, all right, oh, pour God. me something tall and strong. It's five o'clock somewhere. <laughs> We're going to need that. And uh, yeah, that's what I came up with. I. I also, I despise country music. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like no, within, I, usually, I am too. I'm usually not. So put oldies. Is that, that's 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 country. That's, that's not like, even. It's like a it's like a bounce. It's like a that kind is of not a bounce. That is country music. <laughs> it's old country music. That's what that is. <laughs> You've I my last day, and you play Miley Cyrus and old country music for me. Yeah. Oh yeah. It, I, I ran the gauntlet with you. I gave you everything you needed there. You literally no. You you pounded me is what happened. You you blindsided me with, with Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus, I will give you. I, I was it, the fact that I had to sit there and go, "Do I really want to play this? Do I really want to use this? Is this really a good idea?" And I went with it. And and <laughs> and, and Murph will return tomorrow, and everything will be normal. And we'll go back to our normal music. But I had to do. It. Admittedly, I like the <laughs> fact that you're not doing the same music that you would for Murph. You mix it up. Yeah, totally. I totally cool with that. Yeah. But I'm going to tell you right now, the only song I truly loved, loved. That you played my three days here, and I know it's not over yet, but my three days here was the Beastie Boys. Yeah, I get you. Loved that song. <laughs> Love that song. Yeah. Country music, man. Hey, I and Miley Cyrus. It's five o'clock somewhere, and it in is the five same o'clock now. Day. Yeah, in the same. Yeah, it's it's not anything that's in the same day. In, in a whammy, within an hour, actually, within an hour of each other. I'm also. Played both. I'm also not over that you just multiple times. Oh, yeah, my parents are old. Yeah. My parents are old. <laughs> and you actually said their age yeah, on I did. air. They I went don't for it. want that. 
Hey, they're fine. Come they, on, they'll man. deal. They love it. No, they love the they love the fact that I actually get to do this now and get to talk and get to talk about them. They love the they love the press time and they love the fact that I've mentioned my nephews and nieces multiple times and that's that's uh, what that's what it is. So know? all right, so you're basically telling me that they because you mention your nephews and nieces, that's your like you're out. Yeah, for, that's my that's I, my yeah. But remember, remember, mom, I may have said you were old. <laughs> But I referenced how I referenced the, the family. I referenced the family. Come on. Yeah, that's my that's my out for when I get home. I will do that. I will make dinner and then I will go hide downstairs and watch the Celtics. That's my that is my night tonight. It's just I, run. They are um I think they are kinder individuals than I would be if, if my kid ever did. Not that I have a kid, but if my kid yeah. ever did that. Said you were old, yeah. And when I started on air, when my parents, by the way, they don't always listen. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, your parents listen when you start and they're like, Yes. Yeah, they say Great. You're listening awesome. listen all the time. Yeah. That stops, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. stops. I, I, we're towards the end of that now. They're like, when, I'll come over and be like, Oh, we had this person on today. I'll be like, Who? You, you had some you were on today? You're talking? I'm like yeah, mom, I'm I'm on every day. This is part, this is part of my gig. I don't just leave for eight hours of the day just to leave for eight hours of the day. Like I actually go somewhere. My Saturday morning shows have been changed over the years, yeah. timing wise. Uh, at one point it was noon. At one point it was two in the afternoon. At one point I think it pushed back even further. Yeah. Uh, and then all the way up till now it's seven a.m. In my my mother says to me the other day, mind you, they still live in, in New Hampshire and yeah. here in Nashua, and uh, I, I do not, I no longer live in the area, close enough, but she goes, I, I drop by the house, she goes, I, I tuned in, I didn't hear you. <laughs> I was like, mom, I, I, it's my show from 7 to 9 now, Yeah, and I, I, I contribute a little to 9 to 11, but it's not my show, it's their show. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Mom, <laughs> it's been that way. <laughs> For three years now, <laughs> clearly you haven't listened for three. Years. Clearly you have not been. Maybe it was two. Maybe it's two years, but yeah. you have not been paying attention. <laughs> what time is it? What time are you on? <laughs> At the least, my so, parents always ask me, "When am I going to hear you?" I'm like, "I don't know. Just listen to the show for, for three to six, and you might hear me. You might not, but just tune in. And you might hear me. I don't know. I can't tell you. <laughs> what time are you on? I don't I'm know. telling you that it will stop soon <laughs> enough, and. At some point, too, you, you won't be offended anymore. Yeah, right? oh, yeah. When they stop listening. I'm getting to that point, yeah. You, you'll be like, oh, all right, I, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> it's not frequently that I have the drive time forum. As, again, I used to have a regular show, six to eight, six to seven sometimes. And it was, say, for about a year or two right here on the station. But it's not frequent I get that opportunity anymore. I have life now. That's just part of the deal. I do this because I enjoy it. I do it uh, for guys like Sully to show him the true way. It's fun. And yeah, I, I, it's, it's a paid hobby, really. And, yeah. uh, and I know I'm good at it. I know I'm, I, I'm good at it, and I'm showing you, Sully, how to get better. Really? Yes. Again, you know hockey, except I and I know everything else. That, <laughs> that is, nailed it. That is exactly. Uh, from, from downtown, nailed it. <laughs> but because I don't have a frequent forum, and for those of you who have been listening to the station for years, uh, you already know, I am your college basketball guy. I am you know, probably your best college basketball person in all of greater Boston. Yes. Simply because I am, and this is how I describe myself, I watch it to a fault. I pay attention to it. It's it's almost sickening. It's uh, you know uh, you want to know one of my favorite games of the year of the year is the championship of the Summit Conference. Do you know who's wow. in that conference? Summit. Hmm. It's usually the past five years 
The championship game has been between North Dakota State oh, and good. South Dakota State. Wow. Good matchup. I'm telling you, it's phenomenal <laughs> basketball. I'm telling you, it's if you like if you like basketball, team basketball, and they the way they bring in the three point, but still play traditional. They play everything. I'm telling you, Sully, this Big year, schools. trust me, watch it. Yeah. Trust me, <laughs> it's it's fundamental basketball with with modern tones to it. I'm yes. telling you, it's good basketball. Anyway. <laughs> So because I watch it to a, to a fault, literally to a fault, I've been paying attention to it since um, April 1st. Yeah. <laughs> That's after the NCAA yes. tournament ends. That uh, would be recruiting. <laughs> the start of recruitment season. I've been paying attention to all of that. Now that's, no, that's start of the recruitment season for the following yeah. year. Uh, not for the one of, because they're already all signed yeah, at true, that point. Yeah. This year coming into it, one of the best re- recruiting classes was for Duke. Duke University. Now, look, there's plenty of people out there that hate the Dukies. They yeah. hate them, and he, the irony. Love, love to hate them, actually. I mean, that's very true as well. But love the irony for them. me, Sully, I don't have a team. So most people that say, "Oh yeah, I like college basketball yeah. too." Who do you root for? Well, nobody. Yeah, well, I root for a good game. Yeah, I am that weirdo. That's <laughs> the problem. Yeah, I root for the sport. I love, I love the game. And yeah. I, you know, I'm similar with with soccer. Yeah. I will. I I really truly I I love professional yeah. soccer so i watched english premier league i watched the bundesliga hell i even watched the mls yeah um and people will say uh, other english premier league soccer fans, oh cool who's your team i don't know nobody <laughs> i just want to watch it yeah because they're phenomenal athletes and they play at a high level similarly college basketball who's your team i don't know nobody i want to see a phenomenal basketball game and if you want to watch phenomenal basketball aside from the the summit league championship yep. One of my go-to conferences every year is always the Big Ten. That is usually a good balance of modern three-point play, old-school, traditional uh, set plays, and yeah. always strong defense. Yeah. If you want to watch something that's a little more high-flying, a little more fast pl- fast pace than the Big Ten, ACC. ACC yeah. has some phenomenal recruits, some phenomenal coaches, and phenomenal players. And right off the bat... Leading your clubhouse is going to be Duke. Duke, not just because of their great recruiting class, which is actually rival or it, it rivals Kentucky's. And yeah. you know, Sully. Oh yeah. Everyone knows Kentucky can recruit. <laughs> Calipari recruits. Yeah. He recruits the best classes. I'm telling you, Duke's recruiting class is fantastic. It's, it's scary. I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> it's terrifying. And it starts with Jason Tatum. And Harry Giles. Those are the two top recruits. They are two of the top, I believe, four or five recruits in yeah, the entire five. nation. Yeah. Jason Tatum was one or two, and Harry Giles was around four or five. Harry Giles is a big man. He's more of that power forward center type, whereas Tatum is going to be similar to... He's going to be a, a face-up wing. He's about 6'8". Yeah. Smooth. And smooth, right. So I'm, I'm trying to picture... If you ever saw, which he didn't play in college, and I wish he did yeah. a little bit more, but the way Ben Simmons plays, yeah. if he had a chance, if he had a good coach, which he didn't at yeah. LSU, <laughs> yeah. if he had a good he coach... He went to a legitimate college right, school. You, know, you would have seen program. him on the wing, yeah. facing up, in a smooth first step. Uh, excuse me, Tatum may have a better jump shot right yeah. off the bat from deep than yes. Simmons. I would agree, yeah. But Simmons' 15-foot jump shot was smooth and beautiful. That's the type of player you're going to look at in Jason Tatum. Do I think he's an immediate impact guy like I think Simmons is in the NBA? No. 
No, I don't. He can get there, though. But he's going to be damn close. But what makes Duke the top tier right now, Sully, isn't because solely of their freshmen. It's when you return a grad student who was missing in their run last year because he got injured in Emil Jefferson, their best rebounder last season. It's when you return arguably one of your top two players from last season in Grayson Allen, who's a junior, who in their run for the championship was coming off the bench as a freshman two years ago. When you have these guys all on the floor at the same time, they're going to be scary. Yeah. They're going to be scary, talented on both ends of the floor. And for I, this is where I'm going to bring you in here, Sully. Yeah. I know that for you, like many people, for me it's about the basketball, and then it's about what they're going to look like in the NBA. For you, it's who potentially can the Celtics draft with that Nets pick. It's the Brooklyn picks. That's all I care about. I and, live and die with the Brooklyn picks right now. And that's, you know, partially fan, partially analyst of you. Oh, yeah. If they didn't have those Nets picks, would you care who the top picks were going to be? Uh, I would, curiosity. I would care a little bit because I, I do I do like to and I, I am an NBA guy for the most part. I do like to see guys coming into the league and I've I enjoy watching them come up and make improvements and I improve I love seeing when you see guys that come into the league and have success. That you say, I saw them when I saw them when I saw their high school mixtape. I saw them when they were in college <laughs> play well. You know? I enjoy that part of it. I enjoy you know, fresh round draft picks, and then being able to talk about it three years later and say they suck. That was a bust. Why did you take that guy? You know, I that I love that. But for but me, it's you, all about. Wait, wait. Do are you are you the type of person that's like, oh, they suck. They're a bust. But I swear to God, I didn't say that that was <laughs> yeah, a good pick right, at the time. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Go back on my words from a while ago. Yeah. Exactly. I've done that plenty of times. But I, I love and I enjoy good and seeing the good teams play well. And I love. I, I know there's a lot of talk about Kentucky and the one and done, and that gets talked about all the time. But when you have coaches like Shusef, Shusef, I can't even say it. Shushevsky, Coach I'm not, K. I'm not even going to try. Just Coach say K. Coach K. I'm going to go with Coach K. And Calipari, and you have good coaches, you have good teams, and it makes for an interesting run in March Madness. I want to see interesting matchups. What killed me last year is that you hear all this hype about Ben Simmons. All you hear about leading up to, this guy's going to be good. He's the next LeBron James. He can play on the wing. He can play on the post. All this stuff. And his team doesn't make it to the tournament. And now i got to sit there and watch the tournament and think about, wow, what if Ben Simmons was in this? How, how great would this be if Ben Simmons was in this? That kills me. So to see Duke get this recruiting class and have good players on a good team. The team is good. It's not like it's Ben Simmons going to LSU and just hiding. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> draft comes up. It's like, oh, Ben Simmons, look at him. He can play. There was talk for a while that he might not be the number one pick. Because they're like, where did, I haven't seen him play. I have no idea. Some of these guys haven't seen him play. That killed me last year, that I didn't get to see him in a tournament, that I didn't get to see him in big games, that I didn't get to see him against the best competition. Let me tell you this right now. Some of the big games he shone. Yeah. And other ones he wilted. Yeah, I was. He was, I was not consistent. Yeah, because they put LSU on a lot of nationally televised games. He wasn't consistently wilting like Jalen Brown was at yeah. Cal, but he wasn't consistently shining like Brandon Ingram was at Duke. Yeah, yeah, agreed. So, who are you excited? Because I know you have your list. I got my list. I want you specifically, since I just brought up Duke, yeah. as being the team to watch from the beginning. They are, seriously, I'm not kidding, yeah. the team to watch from day one. As soon as there are those preseason tip-off games, try and tune into them. Yeah, There are teams like Arizona right now that have already been hit by injury and possible players that are ineligible. 
I love Arizona. I love their coach, Sean Miller. Uh, I love his, his of, brother, Archie Miller, at Dayton. Yep. I, he recruits well. I like watching Arizona. But they may not – it might not come to fruition for yeah. them. I'm telling you right now, the team to watch is Duke. Yeah, and my guy – the one guy, and I, I love, I love the name Harry Giles. I really do. I love that. I think that's an awesome name. And I think that if you're looking at it from a Celtics perspective, and you, and you, you talked about yesterday, possibly having to build through the draft, possibly having to nail these nets, which picks. I am fine with. Yes, provided you nail these nets, picks. you got to nail the nets picks, and you have to hit on it. You just took Jalen Brown, who was a wing player, six seven, big guy. Jason Tatum's that same kind of guy. He's very good yeah. player. Very, very good Jason player. Jason Tatum is almost exactly the same player. Coming into college, they are exactly what – I mean, they have the same exact expectations. Yeah. Now, hopefully, for yeah. Duke's sake, Tatum doesn't wilt. Yeah, <laughs> and he plays well. But for Duke, it, they yeah. also – they Tatum can will be able to defer to Grayson Allen. Yes. Tatum will be able to defer to, as well. to Luke Kennard, who's a phenomenal yeah. shooter. He'll be able to defer to Harry Giles on yes. the post if he needs – Jalen Brown didn't have that. Yeah, he was, was, was he hit the ground Brown running. Kale. Yeah, part yeah, of the reason I still like don't mind that that pick, and I, I'm still my other guy was uh, the shooter, Buddy Heald. Yes, I but was, I was on him too. If uh, I, part of the reason I don't mind it is because he has time to learn. Yeah, he clearly could not handle the pressure as being the top guy at the next level. So that means he wouldn't have been able to handle the pressure if he were the top guy Here. at the NBA yeah. either. But he doesn't have to be. Yeah, he has time to learn. That's why there's a silver lining with yeah. Him. But continue yeah, down, Jason, down your Harry so, Giles. Yes. Yeah, so basically, my point is, if you have a, a Jalen Brown, like you said, you have time to develop him, and he looks good so far. Really, I'm I'm pleasantly surprised with what he looks like so far, and I could see why they took him where they were going with it. But if you have an, a, a wing scorer already, a wing guy, and if you're trying to build a team now through the draft, if you're trying to build a team, why would you take another six eight wing scorer? The other one uh, from Kansas, we're not say, staying in Duke. I'll get back to Duke in a second, but Josh Jackson. Athletic freak, same kind of build as Jalen Brown. Why do you need another one of those guys? Very good player. They're going to be good players, but you don't need that guy. And he's, I mean, the mock draft. I was, was going to get to Josh Jackson. Eventually. The one I'm looking at right, the the mock, mock draft I'm looking at right now has him going number one. I what does that say? Seriously, what does that say? I haven't, I have not looked at many of those because I make my own. Yeah, I I'm legit. Look, you have no idea. Yeah. I legitimately make my own. Your boy Fultz is in there. The, I, I think Fultz is he's arguably a, the top third, pick, you know, and, and they have Harry Giles going fifth. And the reason I like Harry Giles, do you know? Do you have? You also know the reason he's going fifth? Injuries, right injuries. Now. So he's yeah. coming off of three knee surgeries. Yeah, that's from good. high school. That's a good sign. It's problematic because it means it's persistent. However, it also he. That's when he was growing yeah. as an eighteen-year-old. Now <laughs> yeah. Yeah. he's probably done growing and i mean if if we're talking injuries too look at joel and beat so far to start the year how'd that work out for them you wait well, they look great he you looks wa- great you right wait now. it out you wait it out you wait it out you wait it out i want the talent i want the talent in this team the celtics are starving for talented guys when i look at a harry giles i see an andre drummond i see a demarcus cousins potentially yeah i'm not saying he is now obviously he's not he's a young 18 year old kid just getting to school but that's something that you could use. You could use a low pros presence that can score. You could use a guy in the paint. And yes, Al Horford is a great player. But by the time Al Horford is done with his contract, and you, if you had a Harry Giles, you took Harry Giles, Harry Giles would be coming into his own. So I don't see a reason to draft another one of these I wing players be... because it's a wing-loaded draft right now. From what I'm looking at, it's guards and wings. And if you're going to go forward with Isaiah Thomas, if this is the plan to build now and win now and everything I'm hearing and the fireworks and all this stuff, 
Why would you take a guard now? Now, if you're going to move on from him, do it. Absolutely do it. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with doing whatever it takes to get back there. So two thoughts. One, if if I watch Harry Giles, and I need to see them at the next level. I've yeah. watched these guys play in the high school all-star games. Yeah. But watching him, if he stays healthy, if he, you, he passes that physical and they think he's going to stay healthy, I agree with you. When you can get a guy who can play back to the basket and face up, yeah. someone Unbelievable who, face uh, up the game. type of player who they are fewer and further between in the NBA, that's the type of guy you want. I am all for a guy like Julio Okafor. I was yeah. ready to trade that third overall pick for oh, Julio Okafor. I was all over that. My buddies were killing me for that. I'm like, I want him so My bad. buddies were killing me too. And I want that. Because they think, well, the back-to-the-basket player has died. No. No. no it's it going to come back. Because they're not in the league. <laughs> it's going to come back, yes. I will say his fault is defense. Yeah. But you need to – what better team to be on when you have the three best, of the best, the best perimeter defense? Yeah. defenders in the league? I will say they should be three of the best perimeter yeah. one-on-one defenders in Crowder, Bradley, and Smart. So I was all about trading that third overall pick yes. for him. So let's say it doesn't come to fruition, even though I still think Okafor will be on the block again this season. I want, I want him so bad. I think Harry Giles is a great choice. And I think that when you look at building a team, and like you said, when you can get a player that can have an impact, the, the reason I said Andre Drummond is because he can, he can have that impact defensively as well. He's not just this one way. He's not a rail. He's not Kevin, Dur- he's not Kevin Garnett coming out of high school where he's just a string bean. And you're like, all right, I don't know what's going to happen here. What, do you, what can he mold into? Obviously, Kevin Garnett turned into a Hall of Famer. First ballot Hall of Famer, blah, blah, blah. But when you can get a guy that has the ability to back to the basket, turn and shoot, Julius Randle type, something, something along those lines, when you can get that kind of dynamic player, you need that and you need talent. It's not even just the fact that you need bodies and you need a position. You just need pure talent. And when I look at Harry Giles, I see a ton of of untapped potential and a ton of talent. So for those of you out there who are thinking, okay, well, why am I? Why are we learning about uh, about college basketball right now? It's twofold because there's plenty of college basketball fans out there that don't get this. Yeah. Oh, now yeah. they already knew about Duke, so I make sure I will go further. I spent a lot more time on Duke than I expected, but <laughs> we love Duke. My no part of my reason is is the next group out there, the group that isn't as crazy about college basketball, that wants to hear about it, they are crazy about you're there Celtics. And they want to hear who are the potential draft picks. So they they want to know early. These Brooklyn picks. They want to know early who they're going to be watching. Yes. And right now, early, you watch Duke because there are two freshmen, Jason Tatum and Harry Giles, that are worth watching. And you know what? Grayson Allen could drop to you for your actual pick later. Yes. Which I would be fine with (laughs) as well. I need to hit the timeout because the – Sully's literally like yelling at me right now behind the scenes. <laughs> I have a few music, cool pointers. Music. I promise we will go we more get back into, into other it. players, Absolutely. our other teams, when we get back here on the stretch run with Sean Sundahl filling in for Jimmy Murphy. Like we did when spring began. It's the Stretch Run with Jimmy Murphy. Weekdays from 3 to 6 right here on ESPN New Hampshire. ESPNNHradio.com This is the most beautiful thing I ever seen. Find the latest schedules, show blogs, podcasts, and all the breaking sports news in our area. From high school to the pros. Awesome. Want some new apparel? Yeah, baby. <laughs> Visit ESPNNHradio.com for shirts, hats, and all things ESPN New Hampshire. Woo! We've got it all here. Just visit our website at ESPNNHradio.com. 
I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. The country woke up with a new president, Donald Trump, on Wednesday. The day after the election, sports feels somewhat insignificant. But sports don't exist in a vacuum. Several athletes and coaches got involved in this election on both sides of the aisle. And more athletes will probably speak out in the aftermath of the vote. Sports will always act as a distraction. If your guy won, the games are an excuse to come together and celebrate. If you don't like the result, they provide a source of comfort. It will be interesting to see if sports can have a unifying effect as well. It was a polarizing election cycle. Can people put those differences aside and still cheer together? There are plenty of college football and NFL headlines to discuss today. The issues might seem kind of petty, but that's what we do as a sports nation. There's always going to be change in politics. For better or for worse, the games go on. And we'll still be watching and cheering. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. My favorite thing about Buffalo Wild Wings isn't the limited-time menu with mouth-watering shareables like the game-day sampler or the Tex-Mex loaded chips. It's not even the drinks, although I could use one of their sweet but not-too-sweet citrus blitz cocktails. No, my favorite thing about Buffalo Wild Wings... The sauces. Why? Because a new sauce means getting to fall in love with wings all over again. Right now, they got one more that I can't wait to try. Kickin' Honey Garlic. Sweet with a little kick. Buffalo Wild Wings, Wings Beer Sports. Please drink responsibly. Hey, American Express card members, there's never been a better reason to get out and shop small in your neighborhood. Because now, through December 31st, you could earn two times your rewards when you shop small with an enrolled American Express card. Learn more and enroll your eligible card today at AmericanExpress.com slash ShopSmallOffer. It always feels two times as good to support local stores, and now it's two times as rewarding. Prepaid and corporate cards, cards issued by other financial institutions. The Plum Card and certain other cards are not eligible. Reward cap and other... Hey, Chelsea, guess what? I found out my friend at school is going to be moving into a new house. Oh, really? That's cool. Where's she moving to? They don't know yet. They're still looking. Do you think they'll ever be able to find a house? Oh, sure. Especially if they go to see Daddy at Pinnacle Mortgage. Right, Isabel? That's right, Chelsea. They'll get low rates, great service, and many options to choose from. You see, Pinnacle Mortgage offers... FHA, VA, USDA, conventional, and New Hampshire Housing First-Time Buyers Programs. Right, Owen? That's right. So, Maddie, you should tell your friend's parents to go see Dad and the staff at Pinnacle Mortgage. Pinnacle Mortgage. Call 603-518-7900. Pinnacle Mortgage, 65 Market Street, Manchester, and online at PinnacleMTGCorp.com. Pinnacle Mortgage, NMLS, number 1323739. Licensed by the New Hampshire Banking Department. Connecticut Mortgage Broker License number MB1323739. Main Loan Broker License number 1323739. Kurt Stranson, NMLS number 22202. Equal housing opportunity pinnacle mtg corp.com looking for a stylish place to call home then you need to check out the brand new apartment homes in lowell at 24 merrimack street the apartments at 24 merrimack street are located in historic downtown lowell and offer unique apartment living within an historic 19th century building residents enjoy brand new interiors and unparalleled lifestyle amenities just moments from downtown lowell's boutique shops cafes and entertainment for more information, please visit 24MerrimackStreet.com. Again, that's 24MerrimackStreet.com. In southern New Hampshire, there's only one choice when it comes to the best in orthopedic care. New Hampshire Orthopedic Center has been providing award-winning treatment for all orthopedic conditions for over 40 years. Chances are one of our physicians has helped someone you know get back in motion. Voted best orthopedic office by union leader three years running. Voted top doctors 30 times by peers in New Hampshire Magazine. Tell your primary care physician you'd like to see a specialist at New Hampshire Orthopedic Center. We keep bodies in motion. Visit NHOC.com for more information. 
It's Sunday Sit Down with Jared Scaley. The salary cap is going through the roof. Insane. The money is going to be 10 times worse than what it is this year. So yes, that contract was 15 a year, 15 and change a year. If that happened, if he signed that deal now, that's 20 a year because of where the salary cap is going. Right. Numbers are going to be inflated. NBA fans are obscene, are going to be obscene seeing some of the numbers that are going to come out in the next yeah. couple years. And a lot of outrages, and we're going to talk about it on here. We're going to talk, everyone's going to talk I mean, about it. The numbers are going to be stupid. Every Sunday from 11 to 1 on ESPN New Hampshire. From Laconia to Boston, the seacoast to Pittsburgh, this is 1215 Manchester, ESPN, New Hampshire. Ready or not, here I come, you can't hide, gonna find you and take it slowly. This is from middle school for me. Now this is, I mean, early middle school. Yeah. This is, that's what I'm talking about. Nick Anast is loving it too. I am like in heaven right now. Finally. Thank you, Sully. It's about time. It took you three days, almost the full three days, but finally I get one that I am loving. This is. This is middle school for me, man. This is, so your your middle school of Miley Cyrus. Yeah, clearly I had better better music yeah, like, for my I middle will, school. I will fully give you that. Fully, the, the music of now is just so. I have this conversation with Murph all the time because Murph loves his music. Some of the music now is just brutal. It's just brutal. It's not. It's I can't listen oh, to it, especially hip hop. Like some of the hip hop now, I'm just like, is this really hip hop? You sound so old. Is this what I know. I and it's funny because Murph always goes, "Oh, the millennials." I am. I'm a millennial. But I'm not a normal millennial. I'm not one of those, you know, you weird, lazy. Like so I'm old. not. I'm not a normal millennial. I'm not a normal 22 year old kid. Like I, I, I played. Alan, I played five o'clock somewhere. Like that is so old. Like I'm. I have a. I have an idea of music. I understand that what is played now, is is awful. Most of it is horrible. There, look, most there's of some, it's horrible. There's some good stuff out there. You just have to. You have to pick find and it. You, you have to you, find it. It's not like now where you can just find it. I could look up. I mean, coming out of this one too, it's it's everywhere. All the classics, I love the classics. Oh man, it what sucks is that this is a classic. <laughs> yeah, I remember, I remember when it came. It was, that's from well, ninety five. Yeah, now that you can say that it's a classic, that was from yeah, ninety five. The fact that's the one thing you can you the could. First me for. time I ever heard a song on, you know, like the the I, I told you I'm, I'm big into hip hop. Yeah. The first time I heard a hip hop song that was on the throwback. Yeah. Hour uh, was. It was it had come out five years earlier, and I was yelling at the radio, going, "How? It's not I a throwback. remember when this came out. How this is, is not a throwback. throwback. It's only five years ago." And yeah, but that's got to be hitting you at some. Well, nothing really good came out five years ago. So. No, I mean early two thousands. I mean we get the we'll, we'll go out and we'll get the classics. There's plenty, the honestly. Schools, no, there's look, there's it's just you have to find it. And look, there was plenty of bad music back oh, then yeah. too. The only reason you love these. Is because these are the ones that lasted. Yeah, that lasted. They, they so you won you in Got ten it. years when you're looking you back like, on this. If you like this, wait to the end of the show. The last, the last song on purpose. <laughs> on purpose, you'll you'll like it. All Let's right, I have to way. run through my college preview a little bit faster than delving too far into a single team. <laughs> what I do want to tell you for those of you who are more concentrating on your okay, well, what happens in March Madness? I don't care. Well, so you're aware, there's uh, in NCAA basketball, there's been something of the really the past ten years or so. Really, since the one and done, that has been called. I think they like to call it the ninety club, the ninety percent club, or ninety percent. What it what it means is, you have 
ball clubs or teams, colleges yeah. that have 90 plus percent of their minutes played from the prior season coming back. Yeah. So it means that it's not veterans. It's not Kentucky. Yeah, yeah. Even Duke now. It's yeah, yeah. neither Duke of those. Duke is getting in that that one and done. Right but ninety percent is really high because even a place like Villanova that has their star Josh Hart, who was the the man, the guy, yeah, he's coming back. And a lot of their, I think they only lost two players. One of them being their actually their leader Ryan Archdiakono. Yeah, they lost him and one of their big men. But they have a lot back. But it's not ninety percent of their played minutes coming back. So 90% of their played minutes, there are only three schools this season. Hmm. So those are teams that if you like to do any of the conference tournament brackets, if you happen to travel out to, I don't know, Las Vegas, yeah. do any of the conference tournament brackets, these are the teams that you look out for. One of them is St. Mary's. St. Mary's, we've heard of before. You remember yeah. Omar Samhan, who had his tat bottom lip yeah. tattooed. <laughs> um, they made a great run. Yeah. They have 97.9% of their played minutes coming back. So it's a lot. So what this means is these are guys who have played together. Veterans, yeah. They play it's not just their individual veterans, they're veterans as a team. Yeah. As a unit. And it's not just starters either. That's how much I have to stress. These are the fifth, I mean sixth, seventh, eighth, even ninth guys coming yeah. off the bench generally. Princeton. Princeton, they they don't have a conference tournament, but Princeton right now looking like they should be the team to represent the Ivy League. And finally, Wisconsin. I always talk I always talk Big 10 basketball. Yeah. Wisconsin is one of those Classic teams team. that will do that. They will make that run and they will continue to push forward with all of them coming back. <laughs> and of course, locally there are some some talented teams in the A10 as well. URI, Krista Turk. I hate you for texting in. But uh, <laughs> I honestly no, in all seriousness, uh, I love absolutely love that there's so much good basketball locally and we had Providence just last year, and yeah. I think URI. I actually URI, do think URI is going to be very talented. It's going to be year. good this year. Getting EC Matthews back. My buddy goes to URI. I'll be okay. At, so you'll I'll go be, down. Make sure you see I'll games. I'll be at a lot of those games. Tell you the story. I sat in line for four hours at the University of Rhode Island last year on a cold day to get tickets to see URI Providence. Get the students' tickets. We get to the front of the line. About ten people left, and they cut off the line. So we are <laughs> this year. We have decided it's at the Dunkin' Donuts Center. We are buying. Tickets from the Dunkin' Donuts Center. We just bought them the other day. We'll be there. So I spent a lot of times at the URI basketball games. And EC Matthews went down early last year. Early. Very early. With him coming back, that makes them an even a consideration to challenge in their in their conference there. They get they should be there. They should be there and they should be better. Because they didn't lose anybody. They really didn't lose anybody. So to add somebody in that's as good as EC Matthews is, they should be right there. So let me run down again. I'm I this is what happens to me when I talk college basketball. I say uh, you can tell I <laughs> get into <laughs> it and I, right I delve now. into one team or two teams too far. There's there's a clock here and I'm not even paying attention. The ACC to it. is going to be very good. Duke and North Carolina and Virginia are teams that you should all be paying attention yeah. to. Those are all going to be very talented teams outside of the ACC. Of course, there's Kentucky. They always recruit well. DeAndre Fox is one of the guys to look out for. Uh, Bam Adebayo, another freshman to look out for. He's their big man, Malik Monk. Uh, so these are all guys. Oh, Wenyan Gabriel. There you go. Now, there's a good local Storiel. Yeah. Storiel? Storiel. Gabriel. Storiel. Uh, <laughs> it's Wenyan, college basketball. Wenyan Gabriel is a New Hampshire guy. For those of you who have been around for a few years, you got to see him play in Manchester when he was here. Yeah. He then transferred to uh, prep ball and 
played phenomenal AU basketball, got recruited, and will be. They're saying he's going to be a starter. I'm not sure. I could see him more as a six-man. It just depends on who's on their team. But this is going to be a fun team to watch. Those are guys, as well, freshmen, that you should look out for for potential picks. All of those from Kentucky. The other guy that you already mentioned, Sully, is Josh Jackson from the Jayhawks. Yes. From Kansas. Now, Jackson is a 6'8 freshman wing player. Literally trend. exactly what Jason Tatum sounds like. Except a trend here. I think Jackson might may may be a better player. But yes. I'm I'm going to wait and see. The thing I am ab- going to wait and see. The thing about Josh Jackson that I do like, and the, it's the same thing I like about Jalen Brown. There's an attitude there. There's an attitude. Yeah. There is a there's a sense of wanting to be better, wanting to get better, wanting to get to the rim, wanting to attack, wanting to be a better player. So when I see that at a young 18-year-old kid, that's promising. That's promising, and that's part of the reason why I'm okay with the Jalen Brown pick now because everything you hear from him is you talk about LeBron, how if I want to be one of him, I want to be like him and be one of the best in the game, I got to go through him. I love that attitude. Whether he can do it or not, I don't care. <laughs> but I love the – I really I, – I could realize if he could do it or not, but the fact that he wants to means that he's going to give his effort, means that he's going to continue to at least develop and be a six-man. Okay, I since that. I know all of you don't care as much about the actual preview and want to know about the the players, other players yeah. to watch, Markel Fultz from yes. Washington, six five. I like. I just saw that. as a point guard. I like that who can score. Yeah, <laughs> and like I'm not a, a fan of your score. The score first point guard, him being or your point guard being your best scorer. I, I'm okay with him being your second best scorer, but that's where the league is right now, and this kid is talented. Yeah. Similarly. Lonzo Ball, UCLA, another freshman, extremely talented. Last year, there were a lot of talented seniors, juniors. This year, it's back to the freshmen. You're going to see a string of freshmen get drafted at the beginning of this NBA draft this year. So watch out for those those players in particular. Uh, those are the guys that you're going to want to see the Celtics pick when they switch because it's they don't just get the Nets pick straight up this year. They yeah, swap. It's a swap. So yeah. they're not getting their pick later. Yeah. Next year. Not again, not this year, the following year. Yeah. So 2019 draft. Nope. 18 draft. Yeah. Christ. 2018 <laughs> draft. That's when they will get it straight up and the net should still suck at that point. Yeah, too. exactly. So these are the guys that I think you should look out for. Those are the potential freshmen that I think will be talented and a few of the teams that I think will be really good as well. Uh, feel free to tweet at me at Sean Sendall if you want more insight as to college basketball, because it's all it's I do here. It's, it's all here. I do. And you can tell that we're the same person because we just spent. Those last two segments, I didn't even pay attention to the clock. I just looked up. I'm like, oh, we got to go. <laughs> I could have done this for three we hours. We could have done a whole I could have done this for the past nine hours <laughs> the whole time. Me and, and my prospects, my buddies know, I could go on for days about prospects and who to pick, second round picks, all of it. That's Well, my this thing. is the stretch run with Sean Sendall filling in for Jamie Murphy. Murph! We'll hear from him again. Will join us for the final segment of my run here. That's it. I'm going to say goodbye after the next segment. This is my stretch run, but we'll have Murph on in the final segment of the show coming up after this. I heard he sang a good song. I heard he had a style. And so I came to see him and listen.
You're listening to The Stretch Run with Jimmy Murphy, right here on ESPN New Hampshire. The Apple Therapy Student Athlete of the Month is brought to you by Apple Therapy. Visit AppleTherapy.com. This is Laura Stelchik with Elise Jolly from Merrimack High School. Can you tell me a little bit about some of your activities at school? I am a part of the Merrimack Volleyball Select. I'm on the swim team and the track and field team in the spring. I do student council. What would you say the swim, lacrosse, basketball, track and field have in common? Anything? <laughs> the team atmosphere experiences you have with each team within and the sport you find between the teams. What is it like? Like, to know that you're leaving your school, that you've been so involved in with your friends and all your activities, to know that you're going to be leaving that. Are you excited or are you nervous? Like, it's exciting to see what else the world has to offer and what else is out there. But at the same time, having to like leave your comfort zone and throwing yourself out there is a little nerve-wracking because you feel so much. And like, I think it's going to be different to like... Elise, where are you looking at going to school? Playing volleyball at the University of Delaware in New York. So I'm really excited to be down there. I'm looking at maybe doing something along like biology biological sciences and and who would you say has influenced you the most in your academics I would say that my siblings I have both four older siblings and one of them my brother James has definitely led me to be playing today um, and Tammy Lambro because she has been there for me for the past five years that was Elise Jolly Apple Therapy Student Athlete of the Month for October nominate your son or daughter sign up now at ESPNNHradio.com with six New Hampshire locations Apple Therapy these comprehensive orthopedic rehabilitation clinics offer convenient access to a wide variety of services. Apple Therapy uses the latest technology and treatment techniques such as trigger point dry needling, active release techniques, running gait video analysis, and Graston technique. Plus, they are networked to most providers and all insurance companies. Apple Therapy is located at Amherst, Bedford, Manchester, Nashua, Londonderry, and Executive Health Club. For more information and access to their video library, visit AppleTherapy.com. Bedford's going to hang on and the Bulldogs celebrate in mass. This weekend's Division I semifinal matchup between Bedford and Merrimack is the most anticipated rematch of the season. We want to play Bedford, but to be honest, it doesn't matter who we play. It's just one more stepping stone to get to the ship. Will Bedford maintain their undefeated status and march on to UNH, or will Merrimack survive and earn the right to play for a championship? Our Friday Night Lights Game of the Week, presented by the Bedford Ambulatory Surgical Centers, begins Saturday at noon, only on ESPN New Hampshire, sponsored in part by Nashua Marine. Which is worse, a trip to the hospital or the fees and bills that come with it? At the Bedford Ambulatory Surgical Center, they provide a comfortable and friendly environment while offering high-quality imaging for open MRI and low-dose CAT scans and ultrasounds, all at an affordable price. Their modern technology allows for accurate diagnosis while ensuring complete patient comfort and safety. For more information or to set up an appointment, please call 603-622-3670 or visit bedfordsurgical.com or baskimaging.com. Talking Boxing with Billy C. Every Saturday morning from 4 to 6. Here's my thoughts to WBC, who likes to parade around and act like they are the sport of boxing. They like to, to promote their belt as the belt to have. And for the most part, a lot of fighters follow that thought process. I think Canelo Alvarez would be in a position to really put some egg on the face of the WBC. On the home for boxing fans, ESPN New Hampshire. You're listening to The Stretch Run with Jimmy Murphy. Stay tuned for The Right Time with Bomani Jones, only here on ESPN New Hampshire Radio. I was born by the river In a little tent Oh, and just like the river I've been running This is a little bit slower, but admittedly I really like this one. 
So I, 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 dude, your mic's off. Yes, it is. <laughs> you I know, got caught up in my college I, basketball, but I, I forgot which mic I was on. That's I, how much I love my college basketball, my prospects. This is. This is why, and I didn't mean to throw you under the bus right on air, but let's, you know, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes things happen, right? <laughs> just gotta, sometimes I get on a roll with Harry Giles, and I just, I just no, gotta. You know what happened, though? I actually gave you a chance to figure it out because you spoke, and I had you speak briefly, like quickly again, and you still didn't realize it, yeah. so I had to tell you. And the you. thing, I think, is uh, half my headphone was off, so I didn't hear, I did not hear myself in the headphone, so I didn't know. <laughs> That was uh, that's classic. <laughs> it's a stretch run with Sean Sendall filling in for Jimmy that's what Murphy. college basketball does for me. And you know what, Sully, it's a good time to get Murph on, and I'm glad he heard all of that, so yeah. he knows that he needs to make sure you're on point when he gets back tomorrow. Yeah, he's going he's gonna to whip me back into shape tomorrow. <laughs> Murph, what's up, man? What's going on, buddy? How are you? Hey, not too bad. So uh, yesterday, last night, well, we talked a little Bruins going into it, yeah. and uh, you know, I, I said the Monday, I said it Tuesday, I wanted to see something, didn't necessarily have to be a victory. From what I watched, and I was a little preoccupied with election stuff, but from what I watched, I saw a lot of small victories within the loss. Well, first off, before we get into the Bruins, I got two things, guys. And one thing I want to say is I actually, I credit Sully for playing that song. I think that song today, of all days, when this this country right now is, is completely, utterly divided. Yeah. You know, and, and probably either way, we weren't going to have a person we approve of in office. But I think that's a great tune because I remember I heard that song two minutes after Obama was elected into office. And I, I never forget, you know, obviously him being the first uh, African-American to take office. And it, I don't know, it hit home. And, and him playing that just now brought me back to that. Yeah. And I'm not trying to get all political. I'm going to keep it positive. But people should listen to that song, and hopefully it, it takes them away from the negativity they're having and pushes them toward true change. I like it. Still, you know, some things can still change, guys. I mean, let's face it. The president's a puppet. We're the ones that make a difference. Not yeah. And, and our congressmen and our senators, those are the people that make differences. So, you know, that's a good choice, Sully. Great choice in that song. And my other thing is, I was just listening to you guys. And it just tells me that uh, things aren't changing at all in Amherst, Mass. Not one mention of the UMass Minutemen. <laughs> no, nope, sorry, man. <laughs> no, they, they suck. They, I mean, they suck. I, I didn't yeah. expect it, you know. But yeah. uh, when are things going to change? When can I play a little Sam Cooke for my, uh, for my UMass Minutemen? <laughs> anywhere close to that? No. <laughs> no, that, I mean, no, it's no. it's not even worth it's it's so not worth the discussion that I don't want to make you feel bad. That's where how <laughs> okay. how bad it is. We we, we could play uh, the doors. This is the end. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I got to tell you, Murph. I, I did. I I love the message that you you started with. You know, we opened the show uh, with something similar. Just. One I of those, Gaye. yeah, it's just, it's just how it is. And, and we opened that way and I kept, and both Sully and I tried to, tried to keep everyone at a very even, even level. Yeah, you did. And I know, I know I can tell in your voice, you want to, you want to burst and you know what? You can uh, <laughs> yeah. call up my boy Gabriel Morenci and go on his show. That would be a perfect place. <laughs> That's to a just good let point. It yeah. I can't wait for that on Friday too, by the way. I'm sure he's going to have a lot to say. <laughs> I don't even want to I'm guessing though, I'm guessing though, Sully. I, I got a, I got a really good feeling. He put a lot of his money 
on Trump yeah. to make up for his uh, Carolina pants yeah. last year where he sold us, you yeah. know, seven grand. And he won big, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you, I, I could never do it. I just couldn't bet against the fortune of my country like that. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> but Gabe can. Gabe absolutely can. So he, he the jackpot there. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though, you know, maybe it's it's that old analogy of, well, my team's in the Super Bowl, but I'll bet against them, so I'm happy either way. <laughs> I don't know if I could do that. I, yeah. I couldn't do it, but I've seen yeah. I've seen and heard from people who have done it. Yeah, of course. That the time, the one time you do that is when your team will actually pull off the major upset, and, and win, right? And you're yeah. going to be killing yourself forever. But or, guys, yeah, I, I agree with you. Last night, a lot of small wins. And uh, I, I think that uh, the, the Bruins should hold their heads high. I thought that was, I think, arguably their best effort of the year. And it was it was a loss. So that, to me, tells you that in the words of, uh, was, it, was it Dennis Green? They are what they thought, thought <laughs> yes, they were. Yes, it was yeah. Denny they Green, yes. What, look, this is a young team. They're pesky. They're going to they're gonna come up big like that sometimes against good teams, but they just don't have it in them to, to finish that off, especially in, a, in an environment like that. And it, it didn't surprise me the least. You just kind of saw the, the writing was on the wall. It was the script was already written, and another heartbreaker in Montreal. But I, I think that you know that goal that Zane McIntyre made me eat my words, and he should be uh, he should be really proud of himself. And I, I, I think the only thing that really killed them guys was that once again that defense. They're just putting Char out there too long because they don't really have a choice. And you saw in that final goal, he was completely beat. Like Shut a down. Yeah. By Wasted. Yeah. Let me ask you this, Murph. This is the one. I'm with you. You take the positives. You roll with it. You keep going with it. My one thing that I wish could have happened, and I know I've seen other ways people thought otherwise, Tuka Rask has been rolling. He's been playing well, coming off of a shutout. I thought last night might have been a good opportunity for him to go up to the Bell Center and try to shake off the monkey off his back because he, let's face it, is horrible in the Bell Center. He's terrible in the Bell Center, and he has this thing where he doesn't like it there. And I thought last night, coming off of a shutout, would have been a good chance to get him in there and at least give him a shot, at least give him a shot at it with a lot of momentum going. That's the only concern I have right now after last night's game, is Tuka Rest not playing. You know, Sully, I think going into the game, I, I... I think I said it with you guys yesterday. I mean, I, I, I agree with you completely. I thought it was a great opportunity for that. But as I'm watching that game, and I, I think, you know, Jack uh, Edwards and Andy Brickley uh, said it really well there in the beginning of the game. Uh, or it might have been, you know what it was? No, it was, uh, was Gord Kuzak, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Said, look, one of them said, I don't know. He said, look, <laughs> they might have not played as stingy and as gutsy and as boxed in as they yeah. did. If Tuca was in that, and they might have, they might have got caught up in a track race. Yeah, yeah. With the with the Canadians who would just demolish them, which you don't want to do. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. It's, it's like a catch twenty two, right? I agree with you, but at the same time, I don't think we would have got the same performance from the Bruins because I think they would have leaned too heavily on Tuca, and it would have come back to bite them. Murph, look, man, I appreciate. You allowing me to fill in for you the past three days. We, as you know, we're about to hit the top of the hour, so the hard break. So I got to yep. let you go. But, hey, man, anytime you need me, you want Great job, man. You want some basketball talk? You want some college basketball talk? You shoot me a text. You give, shoot me an email. You give me a call. I'm on with you, man. I would love it. I would love it, man. Thank you very much. You did a great job. And, Sully, thanks as well. And uh, I'll see you tomorrow, Sully. Yep. Talk to you later, Murph. All right, Murph. That was Jimmy Murphy. This is the stretch run. Sean Sendall filling in for... 
Jimmy Murphy. Oh, this is another one from middle school for me. I am telling you. <laughs> I saw This was the first one I pulled up today. I was like, you know what? I have to play it. <laughs> I have to play this one. It's... Oh, it's a good one. Look, that's it for me. Three yeah. days. Uh, we have the Celtics pregame with Patrick Gilroy yep. coming up here. Uh, make sure you tune in. Keep it locked. More basketball talk. You know, of course. It's, it's, it's a basketball That's what day. happens. It's just a basketball day. It's, Love it's in the, the basketball air talk. right now. It's in the air right now. Thanks again. Quick shout out to everyone here. Sully, I really, it was a pleasure meeting you, awesome. man. It was a pleasure working with you. We'll see you again. I'll be, I'll be, in, I'll be around. Uh, Justin, the head boss. Yeah. Appreciate it for calling me in. Murph, I appreciate you allowing me to, to come in and uh, mess up your format a little bit <laughs> and pull you away from hockey a bit more. Go a little basketball. Uh, but I'm happy to do it any other time. For Sully and Jimmy Murphy, who will be back tomorrow, I'm Sean Sendall. Keep it locked for the Celtics pregame with Patrick Gilroy. That's just the way it is. Things will never be the same. That's just the way it is. Oh, yeah.